Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Welcome. You're listening to a day of prayer's morning Bible study. My name is Promise. Thank you for joining us this morning. However, before we begin, let's pray. Lord, I just thank you for today. I just thank you for giving us the opportunity to be your children, Lord, and that you teach us everything that we need to know, Lord, and that you know, Lord. And Lord, I also just thank you for making where you have infinite knowledge, Lord, and that there's never an end to learning about you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, amen. In Jesus' amen. mighty name, amen. And amen. Well, good morning and welcome, everyone. We're glad to have you with us as we get into the Word and the continued study of the book of Ephesians. Now, we are in chapter 4 this morning, and we'll be covering verses 7 through 16. So, could I get a volunteer to read that section of Scripture, please? I will. All right, Layla. But to each one of us, grace was given according to the measure of Christ's gift. Therefore, he says, when he ascended on high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts to men. Now this, he ascended. What does it mean but that he also first descended into the lower parts of the earth? He who descended is also the one who ascended far above all the heavens, that he might fill all things. And he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers, for the equipping of the saints for the work of ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to a perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, that we should no longer be children, tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the trickery of men and the cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting, but speaking the truth in love, may grow up in all things into him who was the head, Christ, from whom the whole body, joined and knit together by what every joint supplies, according to the effective working by which every part does its share, causes growth of the body for the edifying of itself in love. Amen. Amen. Well, at this time, we are going to open the floor and give each of you the opportunity to share what Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to you and to ask any questions that you might have. So who'd like to begin? I would. All right, Layla. Something that the Lord had shown me a little while ago while I was doing uh, the study for the book of Ephesians when we did our Bible game. And when the Lord was talking about the different offices that he gave everyone, he never said that one was more important than the other. He never said one was with him and then in the driver's seat and everybody else was in the back seat. And that's something important for us to remember because now, especially at this time where we see people in the church within the body trying to dominate each other and go, well, my office is more important. I have more power than you. When we all have the same amount of authority, if you will, and that authority is over the adversary and his plans, not over other individuals, unbelievers and believers alike. And something else that the Lord had also shown me was with each of these, um, positions, if you will, each of these callings, they're the they have a different title, yes, but the charge that was given to each person that has this is the same one that he gave 
to the disciples before he went up to heaven after, you know, he had done, he had been crucified, went to hell, spent the three days, was raised again. He said, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He said that for everybody. That's the call for all believers. And that's what these um, offices are about as well. Yes, there are some special qualities that come with each, some things that work differently than the other, but it's all to... Um, get the same outcome it's all for the same purpose which is the glory of god so everybody every creature in earth has the opportunity to hear the good news and the gospel of christ mm -hmm. amen anyone else yes as you're speaking that that this is not um he doesn't play favorites i say or he doesn't give us authority over um, each other inside the body of Christ that's something as you're saying is very important because we see inside of various books that the Apostle Paul writes that Christ is the head it doesn't say that these people are ahead over um, others but when we take the perspective and I'm reminded of inside the gospel where Jesus said take the lowly place um, as humans we all tend to want to be more important than those around us we want to be the guy the one that people look up to and how when we take that perspective, we automatically open ourselves up to what the adversary is trying to do and to his plans. Um, and we see that multiple times inside of the Bible when people were cocky and lifted up inside of their own minds. That's when the devil came and had an opportunity for them to do stuff, um, had an opportunity, opportunity to come into their lives. They left the door open. But when we understand that the Lord's giving us um, all these gifts as he wills. And this is something that Mr. Ken Haken wrote inside of his book. He said, because um, people were trying to tell him that some gifts were more important than the others. And he said, the most important gift is the one that the Holy Spirit needs in the moment. Mm -hmm. Meaning that one that's actually needed and that functions and what the Holy Spirit is trying to do is more important than any other gifts. Um, and he gave the example of if somebody needs to be healed, somebody who's working healing by the Holy Spirit is more important than somebody who can prophesy at the moment. Because that's what the Holy Spirit wants to do. And when we take the perspective that this is all as the Holy Spirit wills. He gave gifts. Men did not take it from him, nor did they deserve it. It is a gift. Amen. And it's the Holy Spirit working through them that he is the one who does the work. I think something that is needful to um, contemplate here is that the Lord does assign authorities, right? As parents, we have authority over you as children. There's a purpose for that. There's a reason that we do. Um, but he does not want us to lord over each other. For example, if the Lord assigns a pastor, there is an authority to protect the sheep. And as you said, Layla, from the adversary. Yes, mommy. Each one of us is obligated and required to have our own relationship with the Lord and be led by the Holy Spirit and the Word of God individually, uniquely. And God is able to do these things together that are not in competition with one another. They're not, um, I'll say, subjugated, but yielding to one another in love out of respect for what God has ordained and brought together for the purpose that he is working on. Most of the times, because as you said, LaCharles, human flesh loves to be preeminent, wants to be the most important, wants to be the guy, wants to be um, 
idolized in, in, in respects or have special privileges, etc., the flesh gets in the way. And what God ordained to be a loving cooperation with him being in authority and all uh, everyone being subject to him in the Holy Spirit, we start trying to lord over our fellow servants, our fellow human beings, and make them do what we want to do. But that's not what the authority is for. It's to, as you said, protect against the adversary, but also help guide. Because, for example, as parents, it's necessary that we guide you, our children. Yes, mom. Yes. Right? It's necessary that we've raised you up, not only physically in the natural, but also we've raised you up in the spirit as well to know the things of God so that um, the job that God gave us was also important that we carry it out. And for your side of it, it was important that you be yielded to what the Lord had ordained so that you're not rebellious and wayward children. Yes, Right now, when it comes to this, typically we call this the fivefold here, allowing the fivefold to do what they're supposed to do, but never a substitute. They are not, we are not a substitution for God in that regard. We exercise our uh, dominion over the adversary and the uh, spiritual things around us by the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and the word of God not our own personal name, but never outside of the love of God. And that's always a good um, metric to use. If you walk in the love of Jesus Christ, if you walk in the love of God, you will not offend the Lord. You will not violate your neighbor in anything that the Lord has given you to do. Yes, mommy. Amen. We are to exercise self-control and not people control. Right? Yes. But even as you look, the Lord does give um, tasks that come with an accountability to God for whether or not you carry that task out. Did you do what he asked you to do? Similar to when he said to Ezekiel, I told you to preach the word. If these people, if you don't warn them and they die in their sin, that's on you. However, should you choose to do what I asked you to do and you warn them? And they choose to disregard what you say and they die in their sin, it's on them. So likewise, the the apostle, the prophet, the evangelist, the pastor, and the teacher, do what God asked you to do. Because if you don't do what he asked you to do, you are subject to accountability should the people that he asked you to speak to perish where they are. Right? Yes. yes. However, if you do what he asked you to do from the love of God, and they perish, that's on them. So again, just remembering the Lord did give authority for a season because it's all going to be done away with at the end, right? Yes, ma'am. And the only authority will be the Lord Jesus Christ being, God will be our God and we will be his people. But do what he asks you to do because we are accountable. And then you, he's going to ask you, what did you do with X, Y, and Z that I told you to do, but also I told you to listen to, right? Yes. I sent my prophet. I sent the pastor. I sent the apostle. I sent the evangelist to speak to you, but you disregarded them. Then there's accountability on your part. So speaking the truth in love, understand and 
receive from the Lord all that he wants to do. It doesn't mean I get to just boss you around because I'm an apostle. I can just put my foot on the door, bust in your house like the Kool-Aid man and start telling you and your children, you and your family, what you're going to do, what you're going to eat, where you're going to go. That's not what that's for. That's trying to lord over someone that's carnal and fleshly minded. But in the realm and arena that I've been assigned to, because you respect what the Lord is asking me to do for you, you listen and you listen to the Holy Spirit in that arena. Yes, mommy. Promise you had something, sweetie? Yes, mommy. It was Lord's also talking to me along similar lines of what you're talking about, mommy. If we're not doing the right things and we're too busy quarreling about who's the greatest, then we won't be able to prevent the devil from stealing the flock because we're not actually looking after them. And the Lord reminded me of what Ezekiel was talking about, Ezekiel 32, I believe, where it talks about the shepherds and how they're more so concerned with themselves rather than with the flock. And as a result, the flock was able to be stolen from inside this example of the Lord. And the shepherds were accountable to that. The same is true for ourselves. When this happens, we also have to be aware of inside of the scenario that the wolf isn't always the devil. It could be it. It could be us ourselves. We could be staring people away from the Lord because we just want popularity or something of that sort. And if we're not focused in allowing the Lord to minister to us completely, then we won't be able to actually disciple them to the Lord. It'll be more so us trying to disciple them to ourselves. And we know that that's always going to fail. Okay. Absolutely. Let's look at this in a, in a slightly different example. How about a family structure? Because this is the structure that the Lord gave, right? Yes, Paul is writing here about a body. But there are similarities there, right? While there's a family, there is clearly authority given. Some parts work harder than others for obvious reasons in a family. But same within a body, right? Yes. If that heart stops beating, well, guess what? That's a bad day. Right? Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. So, well, guess what? If, if there's no head, and yes, the head is, is the Lord, but if there's no father figure, if there's no mother figure in the home, that's also not a good thing, right? Yes. What is the point and purpose of all of the gifts and everything? He outlines it or begins outlining it from verses 12 through 16. For the equipping of the saints, for the work of ministry, the edifying of the body of Christ until what? All reach the unity of faith, the knowledge of, uh, and of the knowledge of the Son of God to a perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Who's attained that level yet? No one. No one. Yep, not I, that's for sure. Only one that I know, and that, his name's Jesus. The King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. Our Lord and Savior. So, guess what? We we all still have work to do. Even as parents. In the family structure, the family is not, and the structure that's given, it's not about the parents. It's about training up, building up, equipping the children, the future generation, 
to be able to function at and or hopefully above the level that the parent is functioning at. That they are prepared. There is a maturing that has to happen. Just because they have an office or a role as a parent, not say office in, in comparison or relation to what's listed as part of what you was often stated as the fivefold ministry apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, or shepherd, terms used interchangeably, and teacher. Mm-hmm. But the, the point and the purpose is it's not about those people in those offices. They were given by the Lord, one, and two, because they were already functioning in the calling and on the destiny track the Lord had for them. So they can't now throw that aside cast it away and say, oh, I've arrived. It's about me now. And then as you were stating, honey, honey, lording it over others. It's about building others up in the Lord. Now, yes, all the saints, as well as, let's say, children or members in the family have a role. They are not all the same, right? Yes. As a child, we all end up doing the same you know, chores, tasks, you know, things that make the family dynamic and the household work and function. But they're not all the same and all at the same time. There's growth, there's development, there's maturing that happens or maturation, Mm -hmm. right? Yes. Yes. In order to function when we leave that that household. Mm -hmm. And then we are in the position for ourselves managing our own household well or to manage our own household well it's the the same thing here and as you were saying honey honey we have the option and opportunity to come into alignment with the plan and to participate and to heed and adhere apply those words the teaching the training that's been spoken that's been given to us diligently or to reject it just like what the Lord says to Ezekiel. Hey, if I send you and you, you participate and you warn this person, you teach them, and they reject it, well, that's on them. But if you tell them and they turn, awesome. That's a win-win. That is a win for everyone, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. It also yes. brings peace into the atmosphere, into the dynamic, whether it's the household, whether it's the, the four walls of your congregation or at the church. And I say that because you're the church. We are the church. We are the body of Christ. We are his bride being prepared for him. But we also need to be found ready. He tells us to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. So we need to be already be in the process and fully diligently applying all that he has taught us and is still teaching us, committed and found faithful to him. Yes, Dan. Yes, yes Dan. Dan. So do we see how all that fits together? Yes, yes, Dan. It's never about the parents or about the people in these offices. It is all about the Lord and preparing them, mm-hmm. preparing the people for all that the Lord has and getting them to walk. And that's a choice for each one has to make for themselves, but helping them to walk in the destiny track that the Lord has prepared for them. Mm-hmm. 
so that the whole body can function, that the Lord is glorified, and that others that are not yet believers are saved and snatched out of the, of the fire and for eternity in hell or from eternity in hell. Mm-hmm. Houston? So there's a lot in there, I know. Um, a lot to consider and uh, allow the Holy Spirit to minister to you. So we're going to pause there for today. And with that, can I get a volunteer to close out in prayer, please? I will. All right, Charles. Lord, we just thank you, Lord, for everything that you're doing inside of our lives, Lord. We just thank you that you have given us these opportunities, Lord, to hear your word, Lord, and hear what you have for us, Lord. And, Lord, we also just thank you that you've given us everything that is needed, Lord, to do what you have for us in this earth, Lord, and that you've given us everything that is needed for growth in the body, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' almighty name, amen. And amen. Well, we love you. God bless you. And have a wonderful day. Want to know more about a day of prayer? Sign up for our newsletter where you'll get the latest updates on the ministry, inspiring messages, and coupon codes for the merch shop. Visit our website, adayofprayer.org. Click on connect in the menu bar and complete the form. Be sure to check the box that says subscribe. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, Take care and God bless you.